Welcome back to another episode of University Overwhelm. I am Sophia Payne. And I'm Scott Busby. And we work at Liberty University in the Office of Community Life. On this podcast, we will equip and inspire you to thrive in college, meet your goals, and understand your God-given purpose. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Do you ever find yourself setting a goal or creating a habit based on how somebody else does it? If you get frustrated because you can never seem to keep going with a habit, stay consistent, find yourself ever crossing any finish line because it just never seems to fit. You're trying to put on the wrong size habit (laughs) or habit routine. Mm. Um, This is going to be a great episode for you to listen to, tune into, because Scott and I are going to explore what it looks like to take in how somebody else might do something filter it for what works best for you and apply what does work uh, and get rid of just the other stuff that doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trimming the fat. Trimming if, the fat. If you will. That's great. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think probably, uh, again, here we go. Uh, I think uh, so much comparison is exacerbated by social media, uh, by this sort of like influence, influencer culture that we now all live in. Um, and so probably there is a lot of pressure to conform to particular ways of doing things, um, you know, but but I think it's true that, you know, whenever you're trying to accomplish something or, or develop in some way, you know, um, usually there is some some sense in which everything needs to be, you know, sort of contextualized or personalized. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a of an example from my own life. I'm struggling to think of one now. Do you well, have one, Sophie? I would say I have a few. So uh, I've had even, and this is from college student friends of mine. So this is why I think this is perfect for this podcast. Um, but I've had college friends say, college students say, um, you know, only certain workouts count as a workout. So mm-hmm. if they can't get in, you know, a 30 minute lifting workout every single day, then it just doesn't count. Um, if they only do yoga or if they only get their step count in, then it doesn't count, you know, whatever. Um, I've even heard like, yeah, I have a book, re- you know, reading challenge for myself every year, but listening to a book doesn't count. Yeah. And, and anytime I've said, well, why, like, why, you know, doesn't that count? Or I'll see an Instagram story where they're struggling with it going, oh, I wish I would, you know, read more. I wish, you know, this. And I'm like, oh, hey, like, what if you just listen to a book to and from class? Like, that could get it in while, you know, u- utilizing that time um, instead of maybe scrolling social media or, like, whatever and, and probably save you from getting hit from a car. Um, but mm. it, I will get back, uh, li- listening to books doesn't count. And when I say, oh, how come? You know, how come that doesn't count? Well, you know, so-and-so and I are doing, and it's just like all these convoluted, this influencer says, and I read this book once where they said that that shouldn't, and it's not the same, and it doesn't feel right, and, you know, those types of things. And in the end, I'm going, it just sounds to me like somebody else had an opinion an opinion about it, and you just decided that that fake rule gets to be a real rule for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, there is probably some validity to – you know, especially if you're if you're reading to to not just for fun, like not not just fiction, which that's a fine goal too. You know, like if you if you want to just read more um, and purely for the the enjoyment of reading, that's great. Uh, but if you're reading for you know a particular purpose, like you know you want to uh, 
I don't know, you, you want to take in so much content about a particular nonfiction topic, you know, that corresponds with your career or your major or whatever. Yeah, there, there might be some, some, some way to do that that's best for you if, you, if your goal is to learn. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think as most people know, like people learn differently. So, um, you know, you should, you should tailor that to yourself, not to, mm-hmm. you know, your friend or your mom or, you know, whoever, whatever they think would be best for you. I mean, it could be that, that what they think is best for you really is best for you. Um, but you should probably figure that out for yourself. Right. I think that tends to be what's missing. Um, and I can understand at the age of 19, 20, you know, the what my parents said before kind of felt like the gospel, you know, that was the way to do it before. Um, but now it's kind of like, well, what actually works best for me? And um, I think a quality filter for yourself, you know, a quality understanding of who you are and what works best happens through practice, you know, so there is a benefit when other people are saying, try it this way, try it that way. Um, My encouragement is give it a shot, but look at it as giving it a shot, not this is permanently how I'm going to do it right off the bat. Um, So for me, uh, you know, there can be a moment where I'm going, I, my focus is really struggling. And the best thing that helps my focus is not, you know, having my phone on and just reading a book because all I can see are, you know, the words on the page and I have to, you know, stick with it. Um, Okay. In that instance, you might say, well, those, like in that goal, uh, an audio book doesn't count, right? Okay. That makes sense. Somebody, I might've read a book that told me, you know, the best way they do it is sitting at the kitchen table because if they sit on the couch, they'll fall asleep. All right. Well, I'll give that a shot. But if I... (laughs) If I do that every time and I find that I just don't like reading now, <laughs> yeah, then maybe I'm going, oh, my self-awareness tells me this is this is just not correlating well to to you know me reaching my goal. Yeah. Um, and so that to me is what's really important. So an encouragement is like you are the one who makes the rules for you in these instances when it comes to how you know you're creating these habits, how you're reaching these goals, and you can say to your own brain, hey, that just because that influencer has a bedtime routine that's 19 items long does not mean that I also have to do it that way. Just because my friend, this worked for my friend doesn't mean I'm, I'm incapable of, you know, reaching that goal. I just need to do it in a different way. Yeah. And so um, especially when life is really busy, um, finals week, uh, maybe like a family fr- member is getting married, maybe you're about to get married and you're sitting there going, normally I can read, you know, all these books. Normally I can get all these workouts in. Normally I can get all this sleep, but for some reason, you know, Mm. it's not working right now. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. that's okay. You're the one who makes the rules here. So in finals week, yes, my biggest encouragement is please get sleep. Please be a little bit active. You know, these are all really good things for your mental health, but you might just be practical and say, I'm only going to be able to get this amount of sleep every night because I'm studying, I'm writing these papers, you know, whatever. So you get to change those parameters you get to say hey this is now what i'll be able to get for this amount of time Mm -hmm. if you listen to somebody who says without fail you have to get this amount of sleep you're just going to beat yourself up all the time yeah this is why i think um operating in the world from a sense of um from from a well-articulated sense of purpose Mm -hmm. um mission is better 
than simply giving yourself a list of rules um, to do or not to do. I mean, um, you know, thinking about thinking about this from a from a Christian perspective, uh, you know, there's a book that that um, we're our staff is reading for professional development this summer that um, that talks about you know sort of the difference between um, uh, creation ideals like those things that God designed us for um, when He created uh, men and women, and then uh, fall control. You know the difference between those things. Like fall control is like you know is the law, right? So. Uh, don't murder people. Uh, don't commit adultery. Don't steal things from people. Um, honor your your father and your mother. Whereas creation ideals would be things like you know um, be fruitful and multiply, um, fill the earth and worship subdue God. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- worship the Lord your God. So uh, these are things. It's a matter of design versus uh, versus controlling for behavior. You know what I mean. So um, it's like intention versus reaction. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that either one of those are. Are bad. Yeah, just um, distinguishing. I think them. I think they're I think they just need to be distinguished. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you're when you're trying to accomplish something, um, any kind of any kind of goal that's that's meaningful and worthwhile and aligns with uh, who God designed you to be, um, will probably in some sense meet one of those like creation ideals. You know, um, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it is like, you know, that doesn't just mean like you know, go forth and like build cities and cultivate gardens and, and those kinds of things. It's not just the work of our hands. It's the work of our minds as well. Um, it's the work of, um, you know, uh, bringing things into, into um, uh, kind of cultivating. You know, you, you think about that word, like cultivating doesn't just apply to the things you do with your hands. It applies to anything you might do. Um, and so it's good to have fall control is good because it sets boundaries on things. Um, but if you, if you live only with a, with a list of things that control for, you know, behavior, sin, uh, the effects of the fall in your life, um, and you don't have any overarching sense of purpose, I mean, you're going to perpetually just be kind of going through this cycle where it's like, okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't check the box that I want to check, um, with no reference to anything that's, that's meaningful, purposeful. Um, that's a recipe for, uh, I don't know, exhaustion, probably. Um, yeah, burnout for sure. Um, I also was thinking like disappointment. Yeah. Um, because if you don't have that, you know, what's your why is something that's used a lot. But I do think it's valuable to say why. Why does it matter to, that you work out every day, you know, or X amount of times a week? And you know, uh, I've even heard like dietitians talk about, you know, you'll hear someone say, I just want to lose weight. And they're like, okay, it's usually something deeper, you yeah. know, and, and it maybe it's more like I want to be comfortable in my own body. Oh, okay, well, that's two different things, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, of course, like one could happen, you right. know, so that the other, you know, it, but it's like, there's no amount of work you can do that will yeah. just magically make that happen outside of kind of inner work, you know, and, and yeah. emotional. Well, and that's a great example, because, you know, so to to operate from creation ideals if you're asking me that's an exercise in um you know trying to fulfill the image of god mm-hmm. we're all we're all created in god's image and so trying to trying to live from that um purposefully and then 
exercising stewardship over the things God's given us. So, all right. So the example of like, I just want, I want to lose weight. Um, well, okay. If you just want to lose weight, <laughs> that that's probably only going to take you so far. Yeah. Um, that's a goal. Um, or like when it's really hard. Yeah. That's when you're like, there's just not much why behind it. Right. So, you know, the day that you're just sitting there annoyed, you're going to be like, all right, who cares? Who cares yeah. what I eat? Who cares what I do? Right. But if you're, but if your goal is derived from a sense of purpose and stewardship, like God has given me a body, um, my, my role in his world is to, um, to, to, to work in this world for his glory. So how can I best do that? Well, you know, it's probably, it would probably be maybe easier to, to do that if I, um, you know, didn't, didn't struggle to feel well, you know, just day to day because, uh, you know, maybe I need to be in better shape or something, you know. Uh, so if that's your motivation, that's going to that's gonna propel you farther. And then probably uh, it's going to alleviate some of the burden of like, well, I, I have to do it exactly this way. Right. Uh, there's which, so much more flexibility. Yeah. Because there's like various avenues, you know, um, to, uh, a goal I actually had a few years ago was I want to take care of my body. Mm-hmm. That, that was it, you yeah. know, or not that was it. That was the category. Right. So sleep fell into that. Um, mm-hmm. Spending time with the Lord fell into that. Spending time with my friends fell into that. Uh, you know, self-care falls into that, um, as well as working out, eating well. Um, and once again, that's a parameter. That's a rule because I said, that's allowed, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, my goal does not have to be you know, we, we've been saying um, how you execute, how you stay consistent, but the goal itself even is yeah. up to you. Um, it's it's your um, thing that you're going to be chasing. Don't chase what your mom thinks that you need to be chasing. Right. Don't chase what your roommate thinks that you need to be chasing. Um, you know, well, I want to have devotions every single day. Um Okay, well, why? Well, my my roommate's doing that, and I see that she's getting closer to the Lord. Oh, so what you want is to get closer to the Lord. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so how do you want to do that? Well, she's having success with doing it every single day. Okay, so then you can kind of create these rules of it has to be this hour-long Bible study, and it has to be this quiet time, and it has to be, you know, whatever, and you fail on day like four. <laughs> right. And there's just frustration and disappointment as opposed to, hmm, okay, I want to get closer to the Lord. So the next, like, month, it's going to be, I'm going to explore. I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to ask people questions. How do you do yours? You know, how do you do, um, I think spending time with the Lord intentionally every single day is going to make a huge impact. How do you do it? Do you do five minutes? Do you do an hour? Did Hmm. you build up to it? You know, asking those questions, trying it out. And then you might in a month or two land very solidly in something that you can stay consistent in. And then all of a sudden you're seeing really good fruit from that because you stepped away from what other people, what one person is doing and said, well, Cool. I like the result yeah. that that person has, but I'm going to figure out like, you know, it, she didn't get that result just because she did it that way. That way worked well for her. So therefore, yeah. you know, that result kind of came. Yeah. Um, so yeah, purpose, how you identify kind of what you're wanting to do, what you're wanting to accomplish or um, not even accomplish, like there's an end to it, but you know, where you want to get to yeah. and then how you're going to stay consistent with that. All of that is within your control. You know, you're able to say um, how that's going to work, what that's going to look like, and uh, just taking some time to figure out for your own personal life what, yeah. what, what that looks like. I mean, I think that the temptation is always, this is the perpetual temptation. Um, 
I think we 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 want to we want to justify ourselves, mm-hmm. um, not to over spiritualize this. You can over spiritualize things, but um, but I do think most things have their root in something going on in the human heart. Um, so we we want to justify ourselves, um, and so what do we do? We we create a lot of um, rules that God doesn't require. This is what Jesus, you know, took the Pharisees to task for in the Gospels. Yeah. Like he, you know, he said that they were they were burdening uh, the people with the traditions of men, uh, and and that you know, if they were to come to Him, they would find rest. Um, you know, so it's not that God doesn't have rules for living. He do, He does. He clearly does in His Word. Uh, but we like to take them and overcomplicate them. Right. Uh, that's you know. That's famously what, maybe infamously, what the Pharisees did. They took the the Sabbath command, and they they created a lot of rules around it, right? So, like, this is how far you can carry your goat on, you know, the Sabbath day. This is how you cannot heal is, anyone on the Sabbath. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and so, we we like to do this. We like to we like to take um, things that are good for us um, and overcomplicate them to the point that instead of accomplishing the good thing that God gave this thing to us for, um, they become burdensome That's to us. really, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so yeah. good. I think words like burnout, burdens, disappointment, like setting ourselves up for failure, mm-hmm. like those are probably the key words here and key things that we're warning you against um, and even wanting you to guard against in this exploration. Yeah. You know? And, th- and that's what Jesus said. I mean, he said, you know, using your example of the Sabbath, like, you know, Jesus said uh, that man was not created for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was created for man. Um, so the Pharisees had taken something that was good and had uh, created burden from it. Um, and so I think I think we do the same, uh, you know, in, in lots of different ways. Um, this is a good area in which we, to examine ourselves, I think, and, and determine where am I doing this, you know? Um, am I... Am I taking a goal that's good? Maybe it's, you know, that, that I, maybe it's a Sabbath type of practice, you know, like I want to, I want to incorporate some rhythms of rest into my, into my week, you know, or my month or whatever it is. Um, and then creating a lot of rules about what that has to look like. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't count as rest unless I'm, you know, um, I don't know what a good example would be like. Well, so actually I take a Sabbath and every single Sunday and I just changed mine. So that's a really good example. So in the school year, my daughter, you know, she's going into high school. So we just spent like three middle school years uh, like <laughs> surviving, you know, mm, and you Sabbath it. in the school year looks very like we are only at the house. Like we don't have friends over. We don't go hang out with friends. My phone is off. We don't even like hardly watch TV. It's very much recovery rest, mm-hmm. you know, recoup day. Well, over the summer, I started noticing I just craved community. Um, And Sundays is when I started, like, spending just the most time with people. And I thought I was cheating. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, like, I'm losing my Sabbath. But I felt really replenished every time. A little bit tired, but, you know, pretty replenished. And I thought, okay, well, summers are a little bit slower. You know, we're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off. And I'm able to adjust that. Doesn't mean probably in the fall it's going to go back to we will see no one and talk to no one except for our church, (laughs) you know. Yeah. but yeah, that's where I kind of recognized, oh, I had made a rule and I was breaking my rule, but it was um, 
not something that the like Holy Spirit told me to do. You right. know what I mean? It wasn't right. like a oh I'm I'm breaking God's law moment. It was very much an internalized yeah set of you know, set of laws that were adjustable. Absolutely. And the New, the New Testament authors were very concerned about people put burdening Christians with things that God doesn't expressly command. And so that's really bad when people do that from a position of authority. But the truth is we all do it to ourselves too. Oh, yeah. Um, we, you know, we burden ourselves constantly with things that God doesn't require. And then, and then, and this is, this is where the rubber really meets the road. Um, we, we treat them as if he did require them. Um, it's fine to have particular, you know, uh, standards for yourself um, so long as you hold them in the right regard, you know, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't hold the, like the thing you were just talking about with like, you know, um, oh no, am I, am I like not in my house on the day that I've designated for rest? You know, am I doing something with, with people like, oh no, that's the same thing <laughs> as if I, you know, went out and stole something from, from the store, you know, yeah. like it's not, it's not the same yeah. thing. Or it's like, I don't um, care about God. And it's like, no, because I'm, I'm getting replenished in community or I'm able to like have really good gospel conversations with friends who aren't saved, you know, like there's right. just really good stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's probably a good place to, to land the plane. But, yeah. um, you know, I think for you students who are listening, um, hopefully, um, you at least enter each year with, I assume probably most students begin each new school year with some idea of something they want to accomplish that year, even it's a, if it's as simple as like a, a particular GPA they want to, uh, you know, achieve at the end of each semester. Um, some of you go farther than that, and you set very, you know, particular goals for yourselves. Um, so I would just, you know, I think our challenge to you would be just to, you know, examine those things, uh, try to, you know, try to perceive them through the lens of purpose, um, you know, meaning. Um, don't enslave yourself to things that God doesn't require of you, even if they're good for you. Um, you know, those those things can be uh, can be flexible, I would yeah. say. And then and then on top of that, I think we would both encourage you like, um, you know, d- don't derive, you know, your sense of um, accomplishment from the standards of other people. Um, that's good. You know, like uh, that's not to say that other people can't can't. Uh, have good things to say about your life and that you shouldn't listen to other people at all. I think we would both agree, like, especially if there are other believers, um, you know, there should be some sense in which people are providing feedback on your life regularly. Um, But with things like this, goals, uh, things you want to accomplish, um, you know, get feedback from people, uh, but don't be enslaved to that either. be curious, but also be cautious, you yeah. know, fil- filter it correctly. And yeah. um, like Scott always says, like derive some purpose yeah. from what you're doing. And um, I don't know, just just be open to, to what works and what doesn't and, and who you are. Right. Well, uh, hopefully you got some goals and that gives you some good things to think about with that. Um, and so we'll leave it there. But uh, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this week's episode, leave us a review. Or you can shoot us an email at communitylife at liberty.edu. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Liberty Community Life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time.